Hello, everyone, and welcome to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. I am happy to showcase Morocco. Morocco is a beautiful place, a place that I personally visit, and we're going to talk to our own location partners on the ground in Morocco. So stay tuned. Welcome to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast, where we help busy professionals with valuable tips and inspiration to plan their next luxury vacation. Your host is Belvin Baldwin II, an award-winning travel advisor and owner of Showtime Travel. He will educate and entertain you on this journey by speaking with some of the top luxury travel suppliers. So let's get started, because you deserve a luxury vacation. Great. Well, welcome back. Um, it's, I'm so happy to have this uh, interview with Morocco. Uh, I just want to introduce them first, uh, Hajim and Azi. Uh, please just tell me a little bit about your DMC in Morocco. Thanks, Melvin. Uh, thank you for giving us this opportunity to speak to you today about uh, Morocco and about its tour uh, DMC. We have been around for about 40 years. It's, it's funny asking this question because uh, today marks the 40th anniversary. I just came out of a meeting with uh, an organizational committee where we are thinking about uh, celebrating that over a weekend that we're organizing for the entire staff in Marrakesh next month. Uh, so we've been in business since 1983. When we first started, we were mainly focused on incentive uh business why because back in the 80s and early 90s incentives was great business to be in was the only business you can be in and uh as things have evolved we had to look for other ways to generate revenue generate business and we thought about launching the ledger department uh the ledger department today in 2023 is one of the most successful ones in uh in, in stores and in, in the industry in morocco and we are also partners with the uh, Moroccan Federation of Football, uh, soccer. So basically, okay. the national team all over the world. Uh, we are the ones that were with them in the World Cup in Qatar, where we got to the semifinals, and then we accompanied them also with the African Championship, uh, official games, uh, any, any uh, congresses that are organized by FIFA or by the African Federation. Uh, the other thing that we have is that a fleet of about 50 vehicles. So we have transportation company that we use for our uh, our clients. So we have uh, 48 uh, coach seater coaches. We have 17 seaters, and we also have mini vans that are six seaters. That so, is great. So it's it's good to good to hear uh, about your 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 business, and, and it seems like you're well established. Congratulations on 40 years. That's amazing. Uh, some uh, some things. I'm glad you kind of clarified football here in America. It's a little different, but uh, we 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 see that you all had a, a great showing in the World Cup, and uh, I think you went the farthest than any other African country. Is that is that correct? Correct. Yes. Correct. I, I, like, that. I like that you repeated that. I like to hear it more and more. <laughs> well, great, great. So let's get into this. Um, Showtime Travel, we, we, we design luxury vacations for busy professionals, so all they have to do is show up. So a lot of our clients are looking for a, an exclusive luxury experience. So could you kind of tell me, um, what are some of the most popular and unique luxury experiences that we can find in Morocco? 
When you think of Morocco, first of all, especially when you think about the um, American audience, uh, American audience thinks that Morocco is very far away. It's a land that's probably hours and hours away from you, but it's really not the case. Uh, today, from East Coast, you can travel to Morocco in less than seven hours. We fly to New York, we fly to DC, and we fly to Miami. It's the Moroccan airline, the Royal Air Morocco, which is part of the One World uh, Airline Alliance, uh, they are in the same alliance with American Airlines to show you that we have connections uh, with American Airlines. So basically, people from all over the US can travel to Morocco with the alliance. They can fly American from West Coast to New York or to DC or to Miami and they continue on board Royal Morocco directly to Casablanca. So basically, of course, uh, I will start with the aircraft since we're talking luxury. We use Boeing 787 Dreamliners with beautiful business business uh, uh, class seats that will get you to uh, Casablanca Airport. Uh, we have probably special special readings at the airport where we get you out. Uh, we have luxury cars that would pick you up, luxury minivans. Uh, in Marrakesh, for example, where most of the travel happens, people think that when they come to Morocco, first thing they think about is Marrakesh. So basically, mm -hmm. chains that are uh, available over the world, but the uniqueness of these hotels in Morocco is that they have this Moroccan touch. There are beautiful hotels. I mean, I can think of probably La Mamounia. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Mamounia, I think it was one of the hotels that maybe you visited when you were here in, uh, in Marrakesh. It's a hotel that was... Uh, that was built in 1923. They just celebrated 100 years uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was in October. Uh, mm -hmm. It's one of the oldest hotels in the world and the most luxurious ones. Really beautiful hotel where uh, you will find every aspect of luxury you were looking for. Beautiful gardens. Uh, right next to it, there is Royal Mansour, which is one of the nicest hotels again in, in the entire continent. These are uh, hotels that have international standards, but the uniqueness of them is that they have that nice Moroccan touch. The nice thing also about these hotels and things that they can do is that the, the dinner venues. In Morocco, when you go out to dinner, you don't just go out to sit and eat and leave. No, dinner is a big ordeal here. I mean, you go and you start probably at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, so if you're one of those people that want to eat at 6, we're going to have to adjust our schedules for you. Uh, <laughs> okay, you will, uh, you will show up at 8 o'clock and then restaurants are made to, to, to welcome people in a very folkloric way. So basically, you will come in, in a luxury uh, vehicle, whether it's a minivan or a car or a bus, depending on the size of the group, and then you will be welcomed uh, by uh, dancers, you will be welcomed by uh, uh, blue man in, in, white, in white turbans, that they will they're playing some local stuff for you. Uh, you would go in, you can privatize part of the restaurant, you can have local Moroccan food or international food with, with a Moroccan touch. Uh, you can have a specialty band playing for you. There are a lot of different restaurants of this sort in, in Marrakesh that are very unique. Uh, they are in the old part of the Medina, the old part of the city, uh, mm -hmm. in what we would call Riyadh's old homes. These old homes actually, they're old from the outside, but they're very nice and, and modern from the inside. Uh, why are they, are they called Riyadh's? Because they used to, to be homes to, uh, to rulers of Marrakesh. For example, the mayor of Marrakesh used to live there, but we're talking 50 or 60 years ago. So when they left, 
that house now has turned into a beautiful restaurant or beautiful boutique hotel that will welcome people. Right. Uh, activities actually to stay to stay on a luxury trend here. Activities can range from just a tour in the old Medina to maybe waking up early in the morning and getting on a hot air balloon uh, overlooking the Atlas Mountains, which is a unique experience. So we can find mm. one of those if someone wants to do something unique uh, with a group of ten people or just two people that want to do something completely spectacular. Great, great, great. So when you, when you you were naming a few cities in Morocco, uh, you, I think you 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 stayed at Marrakesh and you stayed at Casablanca. Name you know uh, those are probably the two cities that most Americans view or or see. But I'm pretty sure some other cities that a lot of people don't know about that they can take some vacations to. Uh, could you kind of name some of those cities and kind of let's name your top three outside of those two and what type of um, what, what what could they expect when they visit those cities? The, the three, the top three that I'm thinking about would be Rabat, which is the capital of Morocco, the administrative capital. It's our Washington D.C. It's only an hour away from from Casablanca. Beautiful city. Uh, it's actually where all the uh, all the administrations are, all the ministries are. Uh, the government offices, beautiful, clean city, one of the cleanest cities in, uh, in Africa. Uh, I'm thinking, and it's only an hour away from Casablanca, so it's not far at all. Uh, mm -hmm. I can also think of a city uh, which is Fez. Fez is one of the most beautiful cities, most historical cities in, in Morocco. It's actually a city that is 13 centuries old. 13th mm -hmm. century old. It's very old. Uh, they had the old Medina also. But also the modern part where you have your your beautiful luxury hotels, your restaurants, your rows, your beautiful cars, and all the things that you're used to. But the old Medina. The nice thing about Fez, and it's very unique, and it has the oldest university and library in the world. Mm -hmm. it's wow. since 83. So it's 12 centuries old. It was built by a woman, and it's still operating up to this day. Okay. Wow. And wow. That's this is fast. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, I was just saying. What, uh, I think that was two. You have one more for us? I have one more. I have Tangier, which is in, in the north of Morocco. Tangier is a city that is in the north, and it's overlooking. The unique thing about Tangier is it has a point on it because it's in the top, tip top of Africa. It, it's at a point where uh, the Mediterranean meets the Atlantic. You can mm. go to Tangier. There's one spot that we we go to with our clients where we show them where the Mediterranean meets the Atlantic. Beautiful city with nice infrastructure. It's one of the oldest cities also in Morocco. It's a city where the first uh, American embassy outside of the U.S. was ever opened. Wow. Okay. That's some good history to know. Because the one thing that we also need to know is that Morocco was the first country in the world to ever recognize the United States as an independent country. Oh, wow. So it's great to have that uh, that relationship. Uh, you're teaching me history that I didn't even know. And I live here. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's great to know. Um, when we talk about I think you, you 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 talked about the different cities out there. And uh, we've talked about a few of the experiences that people would like. Could you share kind of um, if someone flew in, usually they're going to fly into Casablanca. Can we give a kind of a what can what can a client do if they were celebrating uh, a, a, an event, maybe a birthday or, or a reunion? 
what could they do in seven days in Morocco? And they're they're allowed to go to a variety of different cities and, and things of that nature. Could you kind of give us kind of a, a you don't have to go in detail, but places where they can visit and 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 drive to or have their driver drive them to. Could you just give us kind of a a simple itinerary? I, I will. The, the best way to think about this, Melvin, is probably to do an imperial city tour. Imperial okay. city are imperial cities in Morocco. Imperial cities are capitals to different royal families that reigned over Morocco for a number of years. So mm -hmm. we have. For example, Marrakesh was ruled by the, uh, the Almoravids, we have Fez that was ruled by Meredith, we have uh, Rabat that was ruled by different uh, monarchies, so it depends on where, uh, on where their capital was. So basically people, like you said, will fly into Casablanca, they will probably start in Casablanca uh, overnight, we will take them to dinner, in one of the nicest restaurants in Casablanca, and it's called Rick's Cafe because it is inspired from the movie Casablanca. And exactly. You would go in, and then the, the, uh, the restaurant is decorated exactly like it's in the movie. And of course, there are portraits of, from the movie, like you can see the Humphrey Bogarts and the Ingrid Bergman. You can even see Marcel playing piano if you want, mm -hmm. and you have dinner there. So we think it's, uh, it's a must do for clients coming from the US as it brings back all those memories from, from the movie. Uh, the following day, probably a quick tour of the city, and then we will drive to Rabat. Rabat is a must-stop, it's the, the capital. Uh, also, we can, uh, we can go around the city, we can drive around, we can go to lunch at this place called Udaya, which is very nice, one of the nicest places in, uh, in Rabat with different gardens in it. Uh, from Rabat, they would go to Fez. Uh, I told you earlier why Fez, without going into details, Fez is one of the old cities, a lot of history there. It's the must-see, definitely. And one of the things I didn't see, I didn't say earlier, is the Medina, the old Medina, the old town of Fez, is one of the biggest, largest old Medinas in the world. Okay. There, you can't do it by yourself without a tour guide. We can't do it without a tour guide because we will get lost. It's <laughs> From Fez, they would go to Marrakesh, and in Marrakesh, of course, they would experience more luxury. We're talking about beautiful hotels, beautiful restaurants, nice museums. If we get in people that are into uh, gardens, like we can take them to Majorelle Gardens. Majorelle Gardens is a beautiful, uh, I would say, uh, gardens that are that lay over three acres of land of, of beautiful plants. And uh, for people who are into fashion and design, we can look into Yves Saint Laurent Museum too. And then, just so you understand, Majorelle Gardens was built by Yves Saint Laurent. In fact, he is buried there because he lived in Marrakesh. So they can okay. also they can also visit his, his museum inside the gardens with the beautiful plants. And I invite everyone probably to go on the website and look at this and then uh, get an idea of what they'll be looking at. Uh, Marrakesh. Sorry, you had something to say. No, no, no. I was well. I was just memorize uh, in my mind just remembering my uh having my family go to the ysl museum uh there and and they enjoyed the history and uh I, I believe even some other fashion designers were there at the same time and but you know it, it's it's a great fashion history especially those who who really like the ysl brand yeah yeah so basically that's from marrakesh uh, what we should do is probably do one night or two in the desert. We can 
Five only for only 45 minutes outside of Marrakesh, and we are in this desert called Agafai. Agafai is you're in the middle of nowhere. There are tents that are planted in the desert. But when I say the desert or tents, they're luxury tents. I mean, they're five-star tents from the inside. You have everything you need: a beautiful bedroom with your dressers and light stands and lamps and shower, bathroom, running water, everything that you would need. And then you have the restaurant part. Uh, you have the swimming pool if it's uh, warm enough for you to swim, but you have nothing around you. It's uh, really, it's, you are in the desert. Beautiful. We can uh, have dinner there. We can do lunches. We can do activities. They have quads. They have uh, camels. We can do that. You can ride the camel uh, while the sun goes down. Take beautiful pictures with that. Uh, and then uh, you can do one night or two. Uh, if you want to do more, we can do more, but we all recommend one or two at the most. Come back to Marrakesh and then back to Casablanca and then, uh, and then leave. That's your seven days there. Great, great. And that, that seems that seems like a, a, a full pack activities uh, that they could get a lot of it. But I'm pretty sure seven days is not showing you all of Morocco. It's some things outside of Morocco. So could you kind of, we're hitting the kind of the more popular spots, but it's some hidden gems in, in Morocco. Could you kind of discuss some, some things that maybe you haven't brought up that some exclusive origins, because I, I know of something when I was there, they were talking about a city in, the, in southern Morocco that's that's known for resorts and and, 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 and and just exclusivity. So could you speak to that? Absolutely. And these are things, these are things that I'm going to talk about now. They, they are out of the, the tour that I just told you. We can do something specific where clients can experience something completely different. There are, there are a new resort city called Tarazut, which is south of Agadir, really nice, known for, for its certain surfing spots. But beautiful resorts where people can enjoy the scenery, the uh, Atlantic Ocean, beautiful. Uh, I'm also thinking about a different city, which is south of uh, Tangier, called uh, Shifshawin, or the Blue City. Beautiful uh, homes that are like on a mountain, uh, where people can do at least uh, one night there. Uh, this is some. This is a must-see also in uh, in Morocco. Um, I mean, other than that, we can probably do Ouidia uh, uh, in the Inland region is also a, like a nice spot for clients to discover. But all these things. When, when we have pretty much uh, a concrete request, we can, and the clients are telling us, okay, we want that wall effect, we can take care of that. We can think out of the box and bring something that uh, they would experience here that they would not see anywhere else. That's great. And that's great to know because I think a lot of people want that exclusive experience, but they do want to hit the main attractions uh, because if they're traveling for the first time, they definitely want to hit the main attractions in Morocco. Uh, because when I look at Morocco, uh, we, we also think about the Casablanca movie, but I believe it was a, a Tom Cruise movie um, that, was, that was filmed there as well. All right. which, which Do you remember which one? I think it was one of the, one of the last ones of uh, the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Um, so it, it's great. Uh, it's a great scene. Um, we've actually went to uh, the, the malls there. Um, the nightlife is there. I think it's, well, especially in Marrakesh, the vibe, the vibe is there um, for you. So if you could just tell me uh, if, if a lot of people want to travel at different times, what are some specific, you know, with the seasons, 
and the seasonality, can you kind of tell me the best times to travel, or is there a, or can you travel to Morocco year round? You know, a uh, couple years ago, I would have told you, yes, we have to give you probably specific time when we can travel to Morocco. It's really not the case anymore. Uh, weather is changing, I think, all over the world. For us, uh, we are in the middle of November, and uh, normally in November, it's chilly here. I mean, it gets cold and temperatures drop, and it's not the case yet. It's still kind of warm. I mean, we're looking at anywhere between 55 in the morning to 75 during the day. It's, it's quite high for this time of year. Yeah. yeah. It's about, it's not normal. We're not used to it. We're used to having rainy weather, uh, and it's not the case anymore. Morocco is a country where the economy is based on agriculture, tourism. So we need that rain. We, we absolutely need the rain. So, mm -hmm. the case. but to answer your question, uh, you can travel to Morocco all year long. Uh, maybe uh, spend the night in the desert in December would probably be cold and we wouldn't recommend it. Uh, there are heaters, there is everything you would need, but uh, it's cold. Uh, but anywhere between March uh, and, uh, and, and October is a great time to travel to Morocco. Uh, December in Marrakesh is extremely busy. So if, uh, if we have clients that want to experience uh, uh, Morocco without the rush and without having a lot of people around, December is not a good time. Uh, Mar Marrakesh is, uh, is in style right now and it has been for the last 10 years. And I can tell you that uh, everything is booked now for the entire month of December. People mm -hmm. like to come. It's very trendy for people to come and, uh, and spend uh, Christmas and New Year's in Marrakesh. So it's wow. very busy. Yeah. Well, yeah, during that festive time, it's it's usually a, a, it's usually always crowded, no matter where you travel. Um, <laughs> but that's all that's all great information because I think a lot of people think of Africa when they think of Africa, they think it's hot year round. But you, they have to understand you're you're northern Africa and you're really close to Spain, uh, which is not a far flight uh, from the east coast. Uh, am I correct? Hey, you were actually correct. Yeah, I mean, in fact, I will give you uh, most of our vacations for us Moroccans. Sometimes when we want to go on vacation, we go to Spain. We take our car and we go to Spain. We cross in a ferry. It takes 35 minutes for us to get to, to Spain. 35 minutes, 14 kilometers away. So it's really not that far at all. And uh, the weather is uh, similar to the north of, I mean, south of Spain. So it's uh, very nice Mediterranean weather. Uh, flights again to the U.S. We're looking at less than seven hours. Whether you're flying from Madrid to the East Coast or from Casablanca to the East Coast, flight times are about the same. Okay, great, great, great. Well, we want to. Um, we're we're getting close to the end, and I want to thank you so much for this information because I think it's going to help a lot of busy professionals that are planning that trip to Morocco to give them um, some good tips and guides as they as they talk to us for that vacation. But before I close, I want to ask you, is there anything that maybe I forgot that you want to present? I think we, we covered it all. I mean, I, what I can tell you, uh, you didn't forget anything, but something I want to say is that in addition to us being uh, uh, having all these cities and, uh, and all these things that we just said, we are also passionate about our country. Uh, we love, we are known to be welcoming people. Uh, we are a country where all kind of uh, ethnicities and religions live, and it has been the case for years. 
and uh, we're not planning on changing that. So we welcome people from all over the world. We're happy to have people. We're happy to show uh, to showcase what Morocco has to offer best. So uh, committed to who we are, to our identity, but at the same time, willing to adapt to anyone that comes to visit and show them the best that Morocco has to offer. And that's a great point. I'm glad you stated that because I think, uh, you know, a lot of things have a misconception. And I, from my personal stay in Morocco, it was beautiful. It was a, a great liberal city that was welcoming to everybody there. So um, I felt I felt comfortable. Uh, the people were amazing. Um, I had the Moroccan tea, a uh, very nice tea, the nice setting. Um, uh, the tangine uh, was drink. I usually get the lamb. Oh, tender meat, spectacular. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, you know, I can't wait to have other others come as well. We've had people come to celebrate and they, they enjoyed Morocco. So it's, it's, I, to all my busy professionals out there, it's, it's not a far flight as, as we stated before. And it's so many different opportunities. Uh, I know we didn't get into them all, but there are new resorts opening up in Morocco all the time. And it has one of the top luxury resorts, as Ashin stated earlier, uh, it's always rated top luxury resort in the world. So with that, um, I'm, I'm very thankful. Uh, we, we're glad to have you on the ground. So when our busy professionals do travel to Morocco, that they're, they're going to be taken care of. It's just like you're on a vacation uh, with uh, and have a person or a friend with you. So you're never alone. Uh, we're going to make sure that you have that exclusive opportunity to just experience all of Morocco. With that being said, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. I mean, these guys are in Morocco right now, and uh, I know it's late in the evening for you, and they took the time to speak to us. So thank you again. Uh, remember, uh, if you need anything, just feel free to uh, contact us. We do have a free giveaway that we're giving away for you because uh, our, our team has provided the top 10 things to do in Morocco. So I want you to click on that link I'm going to leave in the comments so you can get that information. And also, we're going to have a, uh, a sample itinerary that we discussed earlier so you can get an idea of what to expect when you're planning that trip to Morocco. So once again, thank you, my friends. And um, thank, you. I, thank you for taking the time out. And remember, all those busy professionals, contact us because you deserve a luxury vacation. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. Please visit ShowtimeTravel.com to plan your next luxury vacation. Also subscribe to the Showtime Travel channel on YouTube and Instagram for more luxury vacation inspiration.